Welcome to Happy Hour KW, the podcast that brings you local eats, drinks, and sweets, where we discuss topics we think are interesting and bring you along for the ride. Happy Thirsty Thursday. And remember, it's it's five five o'clock somewhere. Hey guys, happy Thursday Thursday. You made it. We made it. I can't believe we're on episode six. Six? Five? Something. Shit. Episode something. We're the worst. We don't know, but we love it. Hey, we're consistent. We are very consistent and we don't plan on ever stopping. Okay. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think we will. So, how was your week? Um, My week was good. I feel like I say the exact same thing every week. So this time I'm going to be very concise, okay? Yep. So as the podcast gang knows, I'm coming to a close my job. My last day is on Friday. I don't have a job yet, but I'm surprisingly not worried for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm like very um, content. Because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing I can do and I have a couple weeks paid after I leave so I don't feel stressed financially and I just feel like I'm going to take the time to enjoy freedom Mm -hmm. to enjoy the peace Mm -hmm. and I'm going to reflect on the last year of my job and let it go before moving on fair I think that I wrote this down because I was having some profound thoughts I like it I like it This is my opinion, okay? Uh I feel like we live such a fast-paced life. Mm -hmm. We're always doing one thing, we're doing another thing. We don't often take the time to decompress and reflect at transitional periods in our life. I don't think we do that Mm -hmm. enough. No. So, I think that's important and I just need to accept and acknowledge what was and prepare for what's to come. Holy shit. Right? (laughs) You're so zen right now. <laughs> I'm just really trying to like feel feel everything mm-hmm. and accept it and get excited for the future. That's fair. Yeah. How's your week? <sighs> Guys, like nothing new happens. I'm busy sewing masks. Yes, you are. I, I stole one this week. She did steal one this <laughs> week when we went out to do some taste testing. Um, I think for my mental health, I'm going to curve back on, um, my side hustle because I'm overwhelmed and it's not bringing me joy and I'm just over it. That's a very, um, profound thing to admit, I think. Yeah. Because it is bringing you like financial stability, but also if you're not happy, what the fuck is the point? No, because I literally work eight hours at my nine to five job, come home. I say hi to Rob, I eat dinner that he cooks, he cleans, and I'm in the sewing room until 10, 11 o'clock, and then I go to bed. And that's just not enjoyable. No. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. Dial it back. Dial Dial it it back. back. (laughs) That's good. That's the theme of the week. (sighs) Dial it back. I know. Okay. I forgot to mention to the pod last week, but there was a shooting at my old apartment. Honestly, to be honest i'm not surprised because since you left that place has gone down the gutter it had gone down the gutter when we left that's why we left yeah 
And, um, yeah, after that was on the news, everyone was texting me, like, dude, that was your old building. It's like, don't remind me. Thank God you didn't live there still, because, like, that would be traumatizing. Yeah, we actually, part of the reason we left was because I told Rob I just didn't feel safe there anymore. Your gut knew. Yep. That's good. Yeah, so there was a shooting, in case anyone didn't know. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. Kind of crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy to think that you're just kind of, like, you dodged a bullet. Oh my literally. god. Whoa, literally. Whoa, whoa. I didn't even mean to say that. And you know how there was that body found on the uh, expressway by that building? Yeah, was that last year? It was, was a while ago. Okay. They think that they're connected. Perfect. Is there like a gang living there I don't or know, something? It's probably drugs. Wow, that's sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so other than that. It's um, been good. Yeah, nothing else is new. Yeah. Um, we took some cute photos on the weekend. Oh my god. It was so fucking hot. It was, and I didn't realize that I was going to put us through physical hell to get to the location. I literally realized how out of shape I am. (laughs) I was, like, sweating my ass off. (laughs) But also didn't help that I was wearing, like, not proper hiking shoes. Yeah. Jeans. Yeah. It was, like, 40 degrees. Me too. It was so hot. And... Like a lace, non-breathable fucking kimono. Yeah. It was and we had full, full makeup, makeup on. on. Yeah. Stupid idiots. Stupid ass. Well, we weren't the most overdressed people there, surprisingly. True. <laughs> there was a guy in like a half suit. suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, what shows are you watching? Oh, I've been so busy. I've been watching. Um, <laughs> This is so <laughs> stupid. Have you watched... Um the hell's it called the world's worst prisons no i think this is like season two oh, God. this host was like he was like arrested and put, and he served like eight years or something like that the host of the show for something he didn't commit oh no so now he's like going into other prisons and like seeing oh. what it would be like to serve like what he was but he like travels around the world and some of them are like oh my god sketchy yeah oh you would not want to be there no i mean i don't want to go to prison but definitely not those ones i know but other than that i've been just re-watching one tree hill while i saw oh yeah such a good show okay i never watched it but i do have those certain shows that i always go back to yeah the hills the hills yes yes (laughs) i love that shit me too did Uh, you see stephen coletti and uh kristen cavallari posted a picture together yes okay so are they together i freaking hope so me too Although they were toxic on the show. Yeah. Keep dancing on the bar, you slut. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> that was like season one or two of Laguna yeah. Beach. Oh my god. And they were like in Mexico and they were like 16. They were on like their spring break. Yes. Or yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah. What have you been watching? Okay. So Jake and I started, well, we needed a new show mm-hmm. because I think we were watching something depressing and we needed something light. Mm-hmm. So we started watching this show called Love on the Spectrum. Mm, yep. So it follows like several different people with autism um, and their dating lives. Okay. So like the people that are on the show also vary from like the severity of their autism. Okay. So some people are like super high functioning and then other people need like more assistance socially like there's a a dating coach that specializes in like autism okay so there's this one guy michael he's the first guy (laughs) on the show 
I literally am in love with him. He is so funny. He has Asperger's. He's so hilarious. He's like looking for his dream girl. He is just, you you have to watch it. I literally thought this show was like The Bachelor. No. So it's... It's not, like, a matchmaking show. It basically just, like, follows these individuals on, like, their search for love. Okay, okay. Yeah, there are, like, scenes where they go to blind dates and, like, speed dating, but it's not, like, specifically meant to set them up with someone else. Where in the hell do you go speed dating? And we should do that for an episode. <laughs> Dude, uh, honestly. Rob would let us do it. Just oh, I to, think Jake would, too. Just as an experiment. Because it's funny. And yeah. we'd come home with stories. Yeah. I think we should find it. Well, I mean, with COVID, it's probably hard. Yeah, there's probably I forgot no about, speed dating. forgot true. about that little thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we've been watching. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to start a segment where we talk about what podcasts we listen to. Just briefly. Okay. Because I feel like it's so relevant. This is okay. a podcast after all. Which, okay, name one of the ones you listen to. Okay, so one I started last week as, as a recommendation by Marnie. Uh-huh. She told me to start listening to this podcast called An Oral History of the Office. Okay. So it's hosted by one of the characters from The Office, mm-hmm. Kevin. And he just, like, goes through, like, from episode one, like, or before the show was even, like, on air. Mm-hmm. And, like, you hear so many insider details and, like, funny stories and stuff from, like, behind the scenes. Okay. So, if I know you're not really into The Office, but if you are listening or into The Office, check it out. It's really freaking good. Okay. Um, I listen to, every Monday, new episode, Crime Junkie. Ooh, Crime Junkie. I'm really junkie. into, like, true crime. Yeah. So it follows, like, different cases and stuff. Yeah. And, like, it's actually pretty cool. Like, they'll touch on cases that happened in, like, the 80s. And, like, because people have heard the podcast, there's, like, new evidence brought yes, to light. I love that. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I, I listen to it every Monday. Awesome. Yeah. I love my weekly lineup of podcasts. Know, to be honest, too. ours is on my weekly lineup. Yeah, me I listen too. to Thursday. It. Yeah. I have to re- I have to relive what I said. <laughs> I know. And I'm I like, to, oh shit. I have to cringe a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this intro's been long. I agree. Okay, let's get into our um local biz that we tried this week. Yes. We went to Morty's pub in Waterloo. Yep, King Street North. Yes, so we went there on Sunday after our couple's photos. Yes. We, I think, had planned on just getting a drink, but we ended up getting food also. Mm-hmm. So M asked the server what the drink specials were, and she was like, oh, we have this, like, raspberry fizz thing. So M was like, okay, I'll have that. I don't know. And then I got a margarita, of course. Ew. And <laughs> M's drink. It was so good. Yes. I could have drank like twenty of those. They it tasted like a. It like tasted like a, a white freeze. Yeah, 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 with some like raspberries in it. Yeah, yeah, way more like fr- like fresh, I guess. Than yeah, white freezy. It had like some nice tartness to it. Yeah, it was really good. It was good. Did you enjoy your food? Yes, their fries are like really good, dude. I've not stopped thinking about the fries. And I just got the buffalo chicken tenders, but they were tossed in honey garlic. I think I got. Yep. Uh, they're really good. Really filling. Like, the portions there are huge. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I got the buffalo chicken wrap, which I feel like is just, like, a, a boring food to begin with, but it was good. They look good. Jake got these fries that were, like, loaded. They were called all-dressed yes. fries. Oh, my freaking God. They looked good. <laughs> they were so good. If it good. wasn't COVID, I probably would have been in there. Oh, they were so good. They had, like, ranch, cheese, 
like green onion bacon mm-hmm. oh it looked like a so loaded good. baked potato yeah that yeah that's basically what yeah. it was and rob got the same as me he just got um the buffalo version yeah and he liked it okay so what would you rate morty's pub well let's also talk so since of covid i've never been there so i don't know what the inside's like me neither but because of covid they built a whole patio that's covered with tents which is nice it was pissing rain when yeah. we got there like no exaggeration and thank god there was a covered patio because it would have been a disaster yes i actually really think the patio would be lit at like nighttime yeah it was cute yeah it was really cute it's nice because it's near the university, so it's good for students. Yeah, it was good. I would totally recommend it. I, I'd rate it like a four out of five. Yeah, a four out of five seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, shout out Morty's. Uh, we know that they follow us on Instagram, so... Yeah, they told us to come try some uh, some drinks. Yes, that's actually the reason we went there is because they told us that they have like some cool summer drinks. So. Yeah. Shout out Morty's. Great place. Check it out. It's great for summer. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, this Guess topic. What? what? If you are between the ages of 24 and 39. <laughs> I'm laughing at your fun fact. You're a millennial. Ah, uh, you are. I, I honestly didn't realize that it went all the way up to 39. Me neither. I thought it was like 20 four to like 30 people fucking blame millennials for everything it's like no don't blame us anymore now it's like gen z yeah gen z gen yeah. z that's someone under us right yeah zoomers zoomers they need some zoomers so uh millennials are known as being spoiled entitled lazy and failures at what is known as adulting you know what that actually really pisses me off <laughs> because i think we're the opposite of lazy i think we have to grind five times as hard as our freaking parents i agree i do agree with us being known as entitled um, failures of adulting because i was reading a bunch of articles on millennials before this episode and they said like a lot of us don't even make our own like doctor's appointments oh yeah that's fair and that's because our parents fucking babied us Again, not our fault. <laughs> and like, honestly, if I probably have told my mom, can you call and make me a doctor's appointment? Oh, my mom still makes all my dentist appointments. Well, she is also works at a dental office. Yeah, but I would never call and ask. <laughs> I would, even if she told me to, I wouldn't. I honestly will book like any kind of appointment that I can online. Oh, I, I totally agree. I'd rather do it online. Like if I have to book a massage, it's like I'm booking online. Like I'm not calling. I'm not. Yeah. And I think that's part of our generation. I think so, too. I think we were definitely, like, coddled a little bit. Yeah. Is that the right word? Coddled, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, again, that's how we were raised. We didn't choose the coddled life. I know. (laughs) We didn't choose it. But Uh, we did choose, or we were told, to go to post-secondary school. Yep, we were. That's, I think, one of the most frustrating things about my life personally and probably yours too is that we felt so much pressure to go to university and even after I feel like we were both pressured into doing something more yeah on top of that yet it doesn't pay for itself and it's super expensive and we're stuck with this student debt and yeah like everybody else 
that I can think of has the exact same education as I do and they're all applying for the same jobs, yeah. right? Like, there's nothing to differentiate yourself. No, and I feel like especially in high school when you're in grade 12, it's like, well, if you don't go to university, you're not going to get a job. Yeah, exactly. Which, honestly, like, if you don't go to post-secondary, you're probably not going to get a job these days. No. Even, like, well, it depends. Like, if you go into a trade or something like that. Yeah, I guess you have to go to school after high school in some way. Yeah, if you want to make more than minimum wage. Or you are lucky enough to have, like, a family business. The thing is, is that I feel like our parents, are our parents boomers? Yes. They could come out of school, high school, with no freaking education afterwards and move their way up in companies. You are speaking to the right girl. I totally agree with you. And I feel like, like, I don't know. I know. There's certain people who I know whose parents, or they are that age, they didn't go to post-secondary, and now they're really high up at the companies they work for. And it's like, that would never happen today. Nope, nope, it wouldn't. And you know what's annoying about that is, I mean, good for them. Like, that's fantastic. They didn't waste the money on university, but... They also have a completely different mentality now of what it takes to be successful. Like, for them, they just had to start in, like, a menial job and grind it out and work their way up. But that doesn't happen anymore. No, because I couldn't apply for an entry-level job without an education. Exactly. And so I couldn't even get my foot in the door. Yeah. Whereas they... They could easily get the their foot in the door. was wide open. Yeah, because and... there wasn't so much competition for that yeah. stupid job. Yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Yeah. But so we're told we need to go to school to get jobs, which if your parents aren't filthy rich, you probably had to take out student loans. Mm -hmm. So now you come out of school with a fucking degree that everyone else has. Yep. Student debt. Mm -hmm. And now you're in the workforce. Yep. And not only are you in the workforce, there's a million other people in the workforce looking at the same job you're looking at. Yeah. And your parents want you to have, like, a decent paying, like, steady, a good job. Yeah. And, like, it's like, well, it doesn't just happen like that. Nope, it like, doesn't just happen like that. Like, you kind of have to just get what you get and make it work. Yep, you do. You have to make ends meet somehow, even if it's not exactly what you went to school for or what you had, like, planned on doing with your life. Yeah. I had um a few things kind of that tie into that yeah like I think that when you end up going to school for that long you end up with lots of student debt which then kind of carries you into the problems of not being able to afford the things that you want yes having a hard time saving money having a hard time like financially planning your life fucking get there yeah just wait yeah it's hard and it's super like um Looking at your student debt, it's depressing. It's so depressing. It's really depressing. And millennials are known as, like, job hoppers. Like, they say that we don't stay in one place for so long. And it's like, well, if we're not fucking moving anywhere, why would we stay making the same amount of money at the same job with no... Chance for growth. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, we're hopping jobs. It's like... I can't afford to stay I got in a couple job. skills from here, and I got skills from here, and now I'm going to go here. Yep. Until we can get what we want. Yeah. Like, that's just... I feel like for our parents looking at us doing that, they think that that looks bad on a resume, 
to have like one job here, one job there. But like they don't like they just don't get it. They no. have like my parents have both worked the same jobs for like 30 years. Same with my mom. Yeah. It's like they went out of school and they started their career. Yeah. And that was that. Like you get into a job and that's your job and you love your job and you stay in your job. That's just not how it is now. But, it, but now it's like you just find a job so you can have a job. Yeah. It might not be the job you want. Yeah. But ugh, it is what it is. And we live in the age of everyone having a side hustle. Yeah. Like, so many people I know have a side hustle. Yeah, like a secondary job to help fill like, the gaps. Yeah, so they can, so they're making extra money on the side. Because yep. it's like, how are you supposed to do anything when you come out of school with student debt, you're making like a little bit more than minimum wage, and like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. It's brutal. Brutal is a good word for it, yeah. Um, I also read that millennials are really burnt out because we're always fucking working. I totally agree. And I literally just said that before our podcast. Like, I'm fucking burnt out. Like, I'm so burnt out. I'm sick of working. I'm sick of... I'm not sick of... I love my job. Yes. But I'm sick of, like, feeling... Like, all I do outside of work is, like, think about work in some way, yeah. you know? Like, I yeah. feel like I can't separate my real life from, like, my work life. And, like, I feel like with our parents, they have, like, well, at least my parents, they both have jobs where, like, I mean, my mom thinks about work a lot. But I feel like my dad, like, comes home and he's, like, shuts off and, like, mm-hmm. that's his, like, that's his evening now. And then the next day he goes back to work. Yeah. I feel like... A lot of, like, people our age have these jobs where they're, like, constantly on their phones or, like, required Mm -hmm. to be available. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, you don't know when to turn off. Like, you need to draw the line somewhere. And especially with phones, it's, like, oh, I'll just check my work emails quick. Yes. Clear everything before my morning starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that burnt out is a good term. I think that's really relevant. It's really relevant. Yeah. Um, So then... Along with our student debt, which is, it is what it is, it just puts us fucking behind in things like home ownership, purchasing diamonds, aka getting married. Yeah. And, yeah. And shit like that. I totally agree. I think that just like everything in general is super expensive. Like not just mm-hmm. buying a house, but like just things like having fun is expensive and like saving money is expensive. Yep. I think that... So we did a poll on Instagram today and we asked like what struggles you guys have as millennials and I'm not even freaking kidding. Everyone said money. Everyone said money in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Every single person said money. And so like our parents, when they were our age, compared to where they are now, like where they were when, do you know what I'm trying to say? If they were our age. When they were our (laughs) age back Back in the day. (laughs) We're, like, we are so far behind them. Like, we have far less saved, far less equity, far less stability. Yep. And far more student debt. And far more mental health problems. Yeah, no (laughs) fucking shit. I agree. I, I actually was having... Okay, this will shock you. I've saved this fun fact for the podcast, okay? Please, please. Okay. I'm not gonna name who this conversation was with. Okay. But Jake and I often toss around the idea of, like... 
should we seriously start considering a house or should we just keep saving for like a wedding or a marriage or whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. So we were talking about this on the weekend and we were talking to somebody who bought their first house in the 90s Mm -hmm. and they were saying how they had for like a long time before they purchased the house, they were doing nothing fun. They basically just sat in inside. They saved all their money. They didn't do anything like extravagant. Yeah. They bought their house in the 90s for $140,000 and it was like a nice house. Yeah. It was the house that they wanted, but they had to live in the house with like hand-me-down stuff and they had stuff that was broken, but they like made it work. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is in the 90s. 140000 Me being me, I was like, I wonder if like that's comparable to what it is now. No, it's not. Am I just being like a baby and saying it's impossible to save? No, no. So I go into the Canadian inflation calculator. Mm -hmm. I looked up, okay, what would $140,000 then be now? Guess. 700,000. 226,000. That's how much a house would be right now if it was then. That's how much it would be. 200? $226,000 is what that is now. Huh. So they bought their first home for that. Damn. But now the average home in KW is $745,000. Yeah. So that just goes to show we do have it harder. It's friggin' impossible to buy a house unless you have help. And it sucks. (laughs) And it's really discouraging. I'm so sick of it. It is. And I feel like... um like we both rent yeah we do and that's like the money i could be saving So how in the hell am i supposed to put away money every month when we're paying 1400 dollars plus utilities for where we live now yep for a house yep i agree like everyone's situation is different and and like i have friends who own houses and and i mean they married their high school sweethearts and they're both from the same area and they could save while they were living with their parents and they could, you know, they bought at a good time. Like, but now, like, Rob and I were from different places. Our only option if we wanted to live together was to move and rent. Yep. Like, I'm, I, like we weren't going to go live with my parents. No. Like, we had, no, and you too, you and Jake, yep. had no other options. Yep. It's like, th- this is our reality. Yeah, it is our reality. I mean, it's a shitty one. It is. I don't want to, like, completely shit on the fact that, like, it sucks. Like, but it does suck in some ways. Like, I mean, we just kind of have, like, all of the odds stacked against us. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm feeling sorry for myself. Oh, I feel sorry for myself every day. (laughs) I do, too. I actually do feel sorry for the fact that no matter how much you save, it will probably take you forever to save for a down payment. Yes. And it also stresses me out because I'm like, is my landlord going to decide he wants to sell? And then, then what? Rent in KW is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. We actually have good rent. So do we. Which is crazy for what we pay. So it's like, what the fuck? Dude, I know. I totally agree. I feel like it gets to the point too where it's like, okay, are we going to either get married or own a house? Because it's probably, at this point, one or the other. It's one or the other until you can do one or the other and then wait. And then do the other. other. I know. And that's another thing I read online, too, when I was researching a little bit, is millennials, we've started going the non-traditional way for weddings. 
Like, eloping or just having a nice dinner. Yeah. Or a backyard whatever. Or skipping the wedding completely and just starting and having a family and buying a house. Yeah. Like, it's like, back in the day, I used to serve for a banquet hall. And it's like, we would have weddings with, like, 600 guests. Jesus Christ. Could you, how do you even know that many people, actually? And how could that, how can you afford that? Because it was 10 years ago. Yeah, and times were different. Yeah, even 10 years ago. I know. I agree. I feel like not only is it hard on you as a couple Mm -hmm. thinking about this stuff, it's hard on you, like, mentally. Like, I feel like I'm constantly thinking about, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do this. It's, like, really discouraging, and it makes me, like, super anxious about like my future because I'm just not sure if it's going to work out like the way that I want it to. I know. And I don't know if you feel like this, but I feel like this all the time. I fucking feel stuck. Oh, dude, you're talking to the fucking king of stuff. It's right like, now. I'm not married. I don't own a house. We aren't starting a family. Yep. You're not what engaged. What the fuck yeah. am I doing? Yeah. You know what, though? I was going to say this for the end, but I do have to say something about that. Which actually you told me not that long ago. So I always send M Snapchats of me crying. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent her one and I was like crying because I don't have a house. And she said, you need to stop comparing yourself to people because you're going to go crazy comparing yourself. And like at the end of the day, that's not your life. No. Like it's not your life and like your life is on its own track and other people's lives are on their track. And like you just have to accept the spot you're in right now. Yeah. And just kind of like hope and pray and work towards what you want in the future and i guess i might as well just go into this but like seeing other people on social media this happened to me i think it was last night or the night before i was scrolling on my instagram someone posted a wedding picture then i scrolled up someone had just bought in a house then i scrolled up again and someone was posting pictures of their babies and i just fucking lost it yep i saw that and it's like why it's not a race Yes. We don't need to, like, there's no lines of where you need to be, when you need to be. Like, everyone's at a different point in their life. And I can't look at someone who bought a house and be jealous. Like, I obviously can be jealous. But I don't know. Maybe they had their parents help them. Maybe they inherited some money. Maybe they did just save it all themselves. Like, that's the other thing. It's like, we don't all make the same amount of money. And, like... It's a shitty reality, but yeah. it's, like, some people make more than others, and it's, like, fucking sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. I wrote that down, too. I was, like, thinking in my head. It's such a funny, like, juxtaposition to be, like, on one hand, you're, like, upset about your own position, yeah. but on the other hand, like, trying to accept it and acknowledge that, like, it's on its own path. Yeah. And I think that one thing you just need to remember is, like, when you're feeling jealous, like try and turn it into just feeling like happy for that person that they're like on their own journey and like yeah they're doing things that you will someday do it's yeah. just not happening for you right now yeah like I think when you let those like negative feelings get to you which we all do like I'm so guilty of that mm-hmm. too like every day I think that stuff but it's like just kind of like not doing you any favors no like just keep saving just keep working hard like it'll happen for you just be happy for those people that yeah. have what you want and you'll have it again someday. and I feel like don't waste your life like stewing over what you don't have yes be grateful for what you have peeps yeah. 
everyone has something that they've worked yeah. hard for. Like, we have stuff that we've worked hard for, too. Yeah. And, like, Rob said it best one time. I was having a meltdown because I was jealous of fucking probably someone bought a house. I don't even remember. Yeah. And Rob's like, there's probably people who look at you and they're jealous of what you have. Dude, it's so true. And I'm like, well, what the fuck could they be jealous of? And Rob, like, listed everything that I have that maybe someone else doesn't have. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a good way of looking at it. Exactly. Just, yeah, trust the process, I think. Another thing that I'm so guilty of is just, like, wasting money on, like, stupid things. Like, as my brother would tell me, I nickel and dime myself. I do. I totally do. Like, if something's, like, under $20, I will literally be like, oh, that's, like, nothing. But how many times do you say, Yes. oh, it's under $20? Like, you say that once a day or, like, twice a week or three times a week. Yes. You could have put that into savings. I know. I'm so bad for that. I am terrible for buying coffee. Oh, yeah, me too. And it's like, I'm not just buying coffees. I'm buying like Starbucks coffees or specialty drinks. And it's like, Rob's like, if you added up how much you spent on coffee every day, you could have so much more money in your bank account. Yep. I actually went to this budgeting class. We offered it at work for like our employees, but I went to it just to see what it was all about. And it was so insightful. Like, she basically told us, like, how to save money for any budget. And then she gave us, like, these budget printout sheets. And, like, you're supposed to fill in your monthly expenses and then, like, allot some money for, like, extra things like coffee and, like, fun and going to movies. Yeah. And, like, honestly, it's such a good idea. Like, it's a pain in the ass to budget. But it's it really, like, helps you see where your money is. Yes. But on the other hand... Some people, by the time they get paid and they pay all their bills, they, they don't, don't have extra money. They don't have extra money to put anywhere. Yep. And it's like, fuck. That's yeah. the reality of a lot of people. I, like, oh, dude, I was probably in that position, like, when I started my first job. Oh, I've definitely been in that position. Yeah. Where it's like, fuck, I have enough to put gas in my car and get me wherever I need to yep. go this week, and that's it. Thank God for the visa. Yeah, and thank God for like different opportunities and stuff in life that have like allowed us both to grow in our jobs. Oh yeah, I know. I totally agree. I feel grateful for what I do have. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and yeah, I I fucking it's tough, and I stress about it all the time, and I just think there's more people in this position, but people don't talk about finances and oh yeah, I know buying houses and. No, a lot of people are, like, super private about, like, their income especially. Yeah. But I think that, like, to be honest, we're all kind of in the same boat. Like, we're all, like, making a living. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not the most lucrative, but, like, we're all making money. And, like, if we all just kind of, like, opened up about, like, struggling, I think, instead of just, like, flaunting the, Mm -hmm. like, excessive things on Mm -hmm. Instagram, I feel like it would make everyone feel less pressured and less like discouraged about their own lives right yeah like I totally get Instagram as a highlight reel and whatever but like no one ever posts like hey here's my fucking bank statement I'm in the red like (laughs) right and it's like okay they have a house and they have all these nice things but like what's their line of credit look like what's their credit cards look like what's their like I'm like thankful to say like I am in the green like I'm good and, but I know a lot of people aren't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm, 
I feel like people portray things differently on Instagram and just because they have nice things doesn't mean it's all it's cracked up yep. to be. Yep. You have to remember that like it's not all that meets the eye, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's always something going on behind the scenes. Um, okay, did I wanted to talk about like um like the pressure that we feel as millennials. Like, do you feel a lot of pressure from like other people to like get married and like have kids and start a family and all that stuff or do you feel like it's just like internal pressure oh that's a good one I feel like um I'm sure you and Jake get it too your friends asking like oh when are you gonna get engaged like to be honest ours don't well see and this is the thing a lot of my friends pretty much all my friends are married yeah and like all the power to them that's great but we were all in different times in our lives then and like Rob and I were just starting out like living together and like so my friends say like oh when are you gonna get married and it's like well I don't know we're in the fucking struggle of what's more important a marriage or a fucking house or a fucking what and I'm like five years behind you like where you are you've known your partner for a long time yeah you might have had more savings than I do like it's not all it's not all like fun and games like there are things that go on that like make those decisions for you kind yeah. of and so I mean my mom always gives Rob a hard time like about proposing and so does my grandma and um I mean it will happen it's not it's he hasn't like he we fully intend on getting married one day it's just we're trying to figure out what the best like plan of attack is yeah yeah and we don't really want kids so it's not like we're in a rush to get married to have kids like a lot of people want to have like things in order but like I mean we're happy in the eyes of the fucking government we're married so it is what it is like I do feel often a lot of far behind in in terms of with my friends and that's been like a struggle I've had to learn to let go because it's like we're all in different positions and just because they're married with kids in a house doesn't mean that's what I need to be right now. Nope. So, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm kind of like in a different situation than you because a lot of our good friends like aren't engaged and married. I know a lot of yours are. Yeah, and see, so my fr- my friends from my hometown are married, but Rob's friends from him his hometown they're not married. Okay. So, like, I think it's all from where you grew up, too. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. That's insightful. Like, for both of us, we both don't have that. Like, we have friends that have been together for a long time, but they're not engaged and they're not married. Yeah. And, like, none of our friends have kids. So, yeah. it's, like, there's no pressure. None of our friends own a house. So, there's not pressure. Yeah. I just feel like the pressure comes from, like, my own personal timeline. Yeah. Where I'm, like, okay, Jake and I have been together for seven years when's the ring coming like when are we gonna buy a house but like at the same time like you have to balance that against like can I afford this and like am I even ready for this like do I want this for me or do I want this because I've seen other people doing it exactly like I don't even know to be honest like to be 100% honest like I don't know if the pressure to like get engaged comes from like seeing other people get engaged that have been together for less time Mm -hmm. or if it's like I'm really ready like obviously I'm ready to get engaged like I love Jake I want to marry him but it's like is there extra pressure added on because of the amount of time like we've been together and like oh dude it's such an internal conflict and, and the thing is too like going back to finances it's like okay I'm sure you can afford a ring 
but then what? Like, weddings yes. aren't cheap. Are you going to have a big wedding? Are you going to have a small wedding? Yep. Are your families going to be pissed if you don't have a big wedding? But it's like, how are you going to help me pay for it? Like, yeah, it's so awkward. It's such a, a, a fucking... Clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know. I just... I used to get so upset all the time about feeling so far behind in life. And now I feel like... I feel like in the eyes of where I... I feel like I'm even further behind yeah. now, but I just learned to like let it go yep. because we're all at our own fucking pace. Yes, and like, what are you gonna do, Stu? About it, nothing's changing. No, like Rob and I love each other. We have a roof over our heads. We're fine. Yeah, you can afford where you live. Yeah, you're comfortable. You're happy. Like, yeah. just enjoy that while you can, because yeah. it could be worse. Well, and too, like I know in like the GTA, like renting is normal because people can't afford yeah. to buy. Yeah, and I honestly think KW is turning into that also. It it literally is the new GTA. Like it's just an extension of the GTA. It's like, how the fuck are we gonna afford to buy? Like, yeah, and it, like maybe that maybe that isn't like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. Like, maybe that's not a thing that you need to worry about happening soon. Do you ever feel like people look down on you because you rent? No. Uh, actually, maybe our neighbors. Really? Like, I feel like everyone, like, our house is nice. Yeah. We rent it, like, with Sarah and Miguel. So there's four people living in this house. And, like, everyone else on our street, they own and they're like a young family and like they have purchased these homes so I feel like they're the only people that are like oh renters like but do you ever feel like people look down on you like you're wasting money no I don't like I know that like I've had conversations with like James before yeah where I'm like oh like it really sucks like wasting this much money every month and it could not go into savings. Into, or not putting it into your to your own more. Like my own equity or whatever. Yeah. But James is like, well, what are you going to do? Like live on the street? Exactly. Like it's not a waste of money to spend money on the place that you live. I know. It just sucks that you're not spending it into your own place. It's someone else's mortgage, basically. Is today Wednesday? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to buy a fucking Lotto Max ticket. Ooh. Wait, what's tonight? 649? I don't know. I don't buy Lotto. Guess what? I read online. <laughs> what? Millennials are killing gambling. We're killing it? Like, it's dying off because we can't afford to gamble. Oh, well, honestly, that's good. I mean, it is good. Screw the lottery. That's a sham. Isn't that funny, (laughs) though? Because I feel like boomers have all this extra cash, so they're, like, down to gamble. Yeah. When I go to the casino, I, like, cry if I lose $10. Oh, dude, I'll literally walk into the Chino with 20 bucks. That's all I, yeah, me too. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, up or down, this is it. This is, even if I'm up, I'm not putting more of my own money into it. No. This is all I'm doing. Yeah. That's hard. Unless it's like your birthday and you're fucked up and you're like, let's just put another. What did you waste at the Chino on your I birthday? I came out ahead. Okay, that's true. Yeah. That's so I true. don't care. And someone gave me money in my card to gamble with. So. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, it wasn't even Fucking my own cash. golden. So, I have a list of things that are dying um, because of millennials. Okay. I'm, I'm interested to hear. So, Diamonds. We really don't buy diamonds anymore. Well, because they're so fucking expensive and they're all so dumb. (laughs) Well, not even just like engagement rings. Like, my mom always buys nice jewelry. I don't just go into the jewelry store and buy myself diamond earrings. Dude, I feel like that is a millennial thing. Like, I feel like our parents would buy, like, gifts for each other that were, like, diamonds. And, like, if 
I don't even own a diamond. Like I literally place zero value on diamonds because A, I can't afford them and B, it seems like a waste of money that I could be putting into better things. Yes. But like, yeah, I totally agree. I think that diamonds are a thing of the past. Okay. Ready for the next one? Yes. Antiques. Oh, that's sad. I love antiques. Me too. But I read that um, we live in an age of Ikea furniture and because we're always on the move, it's easier to move (laughs) Ikea furniture than expensive, like old pieces that you don't want to wreck. Or they don't fit into your small ass rental apartment. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What's next? Formal dress codes. Oh, that's true also. Because we're a big fan of athleisure. And business cash that's yeah. like the highest i'll go yeah <laughs> unless it's a wedding i know uh large homes obviously <sighs> who can afford them i mean i'd love one yeah me too <laughs> like, but no thanks um traditional marriage which we also talked yep. about yep dinner dates oh that's sad rob and i like before covid would go out to restaurants yeah but i feel like netflix and skip the dishes oh my god that's so true it's like friday night you get home from work the last thing you want to do is i don't want to go out get dressed and look good and go out it's like no i want to put on pajamas eat food and watch netflix yeah and look like a schlub on my couch traditional hotels oh i hate airbnbs oh that's what that's what we replaced them yeah i know so you prefer hotels okay this is my thing this is my gripe and i'm gonna make it quick but this is my own personal opinion okay Airbnbs, often overpriced. Yes. You have to do all the fucking work yourself, okay? You show up, you gotta do everything. You do everything, You gotta okay? find the key. You, you gotta, gotta clean it after. What the fuck is that? I go to a hotel, it's clean as far as the eye can see. I'm not gonna do a black light. That's a different story. <laughs> I go in there, everything I need is there. I leave, I don't have to pick up anything. It's included in the price. It's cleaned up for me after I leave. Yes. I like that. Although I think sometimes Airbnbs are cheaper. They can be, but have you looked at them recently? Because they are way overpriced. The only time I've ever booked an Airbnb was for my birthday. And that was a freaking fantastic experience. That was the cutest house I've ever seen in my entire life. See, that's the thing with an Airbnb is you often get the whole house and there's like a kitchen. So if you're planning to like cook, then there you go. And you don't have to worry about being loud if you're, like, yes. drinking and yeah, getting rowdy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's benefits to both. I'm still a hotel girl, though. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, canned tuna. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. I don't <laughs> eat canned tuna. Me neither. Okay, this one shocked me. Cereal. Dude, you know what's true, though? Think back on your childhood. How much did you eat cereal? Not a lot, but I've I've, <laughs> I've never really liked cereal. Okay. So, okay. That, but my my siblings fucked up cereal. They love cereal. Yeah. And I never eat it now. I never. But we will randomly get a craving for cereal, and we'll buy one box, and it yep. and we won't even finish it. Okay. You know what I think? This is my theory on cereal. Mm-hmm. Maybe the reason cereal's dying is because no one has the fucking time of day to even eat cereal anymore. It's like you just take something you can eat on the go in the car. You get breakfast yeah. at the McDonald's on your way to work because all you do is effing work and you don't have time to sit down and enjoy a goddamn I, bowl of cereal. I never make myself <laughs> breakfast. Me neither. I, I don't even have time to put toast in the toaster. I don't I don't eat breakfast this is because I don't have time. Probably my own fault. I could get up earlier, but I don't. I choose yeah. not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're enjoying the few moments of peace you can get. <laughs> I used to work with a woman who would get up every morning. She made eggs, bacon. <laughs> every morning? And toast. 
That was she older though? Yeah, but that was her routine. I mean, that's great. Her fucking cholesterol is probably high. Fuck has time to do that in the <laughs> she morning. She probably gets up at like five a.m. and clean it up afterwards. Wow, good then, for her. Good for her. Fuck that. <laughs> Not okay, for me. golf. Apparently, that's like a boomer thing. Dude, I feel like golf is growing. You think so? Okay, I feel like after you hit 25, golf grows again. Okay, maybe that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's true. Yeah, because Rob like, golf, so I yeah. can't. I and can't Jake say does anything. too, and I feel like they both didn't really take it. Well, at least Jake didn't take it like that seriously until like a couple years ago. True. Yeah. Um, gambling, which we already talked yep. about. Bar soap. <laughs> Jake's trying to bring it back. Rob still will buy a bar from time to time. Jake thinks it's eco-friendly to have a bar so okay i agree with that um i never personally buy myself bar soap but rob's mom buys me bar soap from this like local company oh okay okay and i loved it i went through this like weird bar soap phase but honestly it fucking slips and slides and it gets all soggy in the shower yeah and then it like it's it's not as quick no, body wash, just squirt it on your loofah or your And it's whatever. bubbly. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good to go. There we go again with trying to save time. time. Yeah. <sighs> fabric softener. Do you buy liquid fabric softener? I like to, but Jake hates it. So I don't buy it, but I would if I could. I forgot it even existed. I love it. I know it makes your clothes soft, but... It makes them smell good, too. Fuck. <laughs> I love it. Stilettos. Oh, fuck that. Wedges. Wedges? Platforms. Or like a... Yeah, shoe with a platform because then you're comfortable napkins never buy that paper we towel boys always have napkins really yes because um rob's mom always hooks us up with napkins whenever she buys some jake's mom buys us like fancy napkins and puts them in our christmas stocking that's cute <laughs> yeah um and rob's a big napkin person but yeah apparently that's also dying i believe that because we only use paper towel yeah um so that's the end of my list sweet but, um, yeah. I had a, um, okay, so on Instagram I did a poll saying what sucks about being a millennial, but I also wanted to kind of, like, balance it out with, like, yes. are there any positives? Because, to be honest, I wasn't sure. Like, I really don't know and couldn't think of anything. I've been in a really, like, negative space about being a millennial lately. Yeah, I agree. But we had some fucking awesome responses, okay? So, number one, people said, we live in a world of high tech. Yes, we do. We went from nothing mm-hmm. when we were kids. Mm-hmm. We had like some shitty ass PC computers. Yeah. Now we have all this tech, which in the season of coronavirus made it really easy to move to a work from home situation. Yes. That's a positive. That okay? is a positive. Can I also just combat that with a negative? Yes. For a second. Yes. Apparently now the generation below us. Or yeah. even oh, two below us. True. They're learning coding in school now. Yeah. I mean, good for them because that's what all the jobs are going to be. And we don't fucking... I don't know shit about coding. We're going to be the new boomers eventually. I know. Anyways. Okay. Okay. That's a good point though. Yeah. Um. Okay. This was a really good point. Okay. Mm-hmm. We are more understanding and accepting of people's differences now. Yes. Whereas in our parents' generation... I feel like everyone was trying to fit a mold to be accepted. Yes. And now, this was one of your friends that said this. Now, differences are seen as like 
unique and like yeah. they make you stand out from the crowd yes and we like praise people for being different yes um i also feel like millennials we overshare yeah like i posted a photo of my chubby body on social media <laughs> my chubby body in like a bralette and my mom was fucking mortified she couldn't really? believe i posted that well yeah that's true that's her generation they would be like hiding beneath baggy t-shirts yeah we're just like hey look at me like yeah i'm not gonna hide it exactly so i I think we're really good about being open and talking about things i really like hearing like i think we've realized that if you aren't transparent people are gonna think that you're a fucking weirdo (laughs) literally (laughs) just be honest and it makes people like you more because you're so like you just say what you feel yeah i like that i agree i agree okay another positive is that oh no those are the only positives (laughs) whatever at least there are some okay i also feel like there's a um i don't know why i just thought of this but i feel like millennials are more tattooed than boomers okay that's another thing yeah that's kind of like the uniqueness thing like you're allowed to stand out and be different and have these like things that our parents think are like gonna help keep us from getting a job and like all of these things yeah like okay your your parents probably were like or your mom probably wasn't happy with your tattoos right no but like look at you you're a fucking thriving professional like it has not held you back i have had a boomer who was not related to me tell me that i would never be able to work in a, a formal office setting because of my tattoos which is completely ridiculous but it's like if you saw what she wore to work every day it's like you're not professional either. Yeah. At least I dress professionally. Exactly. I don't know. People are so, like, I feel like from a, the generations above us are more, like, judgmental of certain yes. things. Like, especially physical things. Yes. Whereas we're way more accepting. I agree. All right. Do you want to talk about a few lessons we've learned from being a millennial? Or lessons that we've learned to help us cope with being a millennial? Just like what I touched on before, I feel like you just have to remove yourself from comparing yourself to others because it's just going to upset you and life is not a race and I feel like everything happens for a reason. I agree. And when your time comes, you will have what you need. Yep. I agree. That's a great lesson. Yeah. I said, um, I think I mentioned earlier, but just to be like supportive of people who are ahead of you. Yeah. Like, don't don't be jealous and don't be, like, standoffish. No. Just be supportive. Like, they're going through an exciting time. Yeah. You need to just, like, be supportive of them. Oh, hell yeah. And be yeah. happy for them. I am, like, so proud of all my friends and their accomplishments. Yeah. In their careers, in their, their houses they own, in the beautiful children they have. But that's not my life right now yeah and when it is they will be supportive of you hopefully too yes yeah i feel like we live where we think everyone looks down on us for where we are in life and that's not the case at all no i feel like i think i said in like the body positivity one that people are so concerned with their own lives they're probably not like judging you or thinking badly about you no another thing that i said to go along with being supportive of your friends is to be supportive to your partner Yes. I feel like a lot of the time we put, like, pressure on our men (sighs) to, like, propose to us. And, like, why aren't we buying a house? And it's like, man, you guys are in the same boat together. You both want the same things. Just be in it and and struggle together. You don't need to be against each other. Yeah. 
I agree. That's something I need to take we my own advice. We don't talk about rings or anything anymore because it just upsets us both. So we just yeah, not really talk about it. Yeah, I'm trying to stop talking to Jake about getting engaged. Like, I obviously want that. And he does too. Like, mm-hmm. we both want it. It's just a, a matter, matter of, of when. Afford- and yeah. affording it. Like, yeah. why put yourself in debt over a wedding? That's the thing. Is like... It's not the ring. Like, the ring is the cheap thing. It's the fucking wedding. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. I totally get it. And, like, my friends, bless their souls, they're like, if you elope, we're coming with you. Yeah. They're like, you book, like, a destination wedding, we'll be there. I'm like, that is so nice. I have, like, the best friends. Yeah. They probably also just want to break from their own lives. (laughs) And Corona happened, so now we can't go anywhere anyways. But, um... Yeah, I think everything works out. It does. Stop stressing about it because Stop it's just going to fucking kill you. I guess that's all I have to say today. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that we had this conversation because I feel like lately I've been really down on myself about just like where I'm at. Yeah. And I think that it's nice to know that you're there with me. Yeah. And lots of other people are there. And even if they're not there, yeah, they're still cheering on from the sidelines i wish we could give a perspective from someone who does like own a house or have kids or i mean oh my god we should do that we're both in um a different position so like we're both in the same position i mean so i mean this is us we don't have any of those things yet but this is like how we feel about it yeah i'm sure a lot of people can relate even if not to all of the things we said yeah probably to some of the things we said yeah and if going on social media is like triggering you stay off it oh my god yeah that's like a very wise set of words right there yeah it's so easy to compare yourself yeah just stop just stop just stop and you know what if we have to go buy a house together we will fucking roomies for life (laughs) literally dude. we'll have a podcast room oh my okay Let's talk to the men. Let's actually. Okay. This is great. Okay. All right. See you next week. Take it easy. Take it easy. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. And if you don't already, follow us on Instagram at happyhourkw. Where we post all our photos of the outings highlighted in the episodes. And make sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And until next week, take take it easy. easy.